Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And on today's episode, I will be talking about the Lakers and Dodgers and the Raiders. Um, Maybe not in that order, but I will just be giving you guys an update on all three teams as this is what episode 134 has been quite some time since I've actually recorded a podcast. I can't tell you guys it's it's just been a little bit of a crazy couple weeks. I'm you know just been really busy with work, really trying to go in and get myself acclimated acclimated there. Uh, maybe you guys don't know, but I did have a career change. I did have a change in jobs back in September, and it's just been um you know the company that I work for. It is an AC company now that it's starting to warm up and we're getting kind of ready for this for the summer here in Vegas. Even though we have had a prolonged winter, we um, are just kind of getting prepared and ready for the summer. And it does kind of get a little bit um, ramped up during that time. So um, it has been a little bit busy for myself, just trying to go in and get acclimated with all that. Just trying to go in and make sure still have a bit of a social life and everything as well. You know, going out here and there with some with family and friends, you know. But uh, for the most part, definitely wanted to get this podcast up for you guys. It has been probably, I think, almost two weeks since I recorded a podcast. And today is Wednesday. Uh, what is it? March 29th, 2023. I recording this on an early on an early Wednesday morning. Just wanted to go in and get this going for you guys. So then that way we can talk a little bit about sports and kind of talk about all three teams that we know and love. Maybe it's not all three teams. Maybe it's two or one of the three. But whichever one of them, if uh, you if you do have any kind of time, whether if it's on here, YouTube, any of the other platforms that I listen to or that I post on uh, Spotify, you name it pretty much available on any single platform that you can think about and including youtube so if you haven't got if you haven't done so definitely going to check out the youtube page it's the same as the as right here west coast pod 702 or west coast sports podcast definitely you don't want to miss it go ahead and click that subscribe going to click like on any single one of the episodes that you guys have and if you're following me on any other platform please make sure you're going to follow me or subscribe please it'll definitely help me out on increasing my numbers and making more and better content for all of you who listen so with that being said, guys, I do just want to take a quick minute just to go and remind you guys to go in to go in and, uh, uh, well, just before we go and start talking about sports, take a quick minute just to go ahead and check out this page here for me, guys. It is my wife's page, and she actually just got done making some really incredible uh, chip bags. If you guys are a GTA fan or Grand Theft Auto, the video game, you'll definitely like these. She just made them, so definitely going to check them out. I actually posted on my timeline as well. So you guys definitely have to go and check it out. It's Rosie's Designs EST 2022. If you guys haven't done so, definitely check them out. You have all kinds of customized chip bags that you can go ahead and get. All kinds of designs that you can think about. If you got, if you actually check them out, you'll be able to see all the different kind of designs that my wife has been able to come up with. So if you have any, any kind of uh, events, parties, anything that's going on, definitely go ahead and send her a DM. <clears throat> Excuse me, send her a DM. So that way you can have a little extra snack or something like that at your next event or party. Uh, so with that being said, guys, uh, definitely go ahead and drop a follow. It is Rosie's Designs EST 2022. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. It is uh, one of the things that she has been working on for quite some time. And I got to say they are incredible if you haven't seen them. So with that being said, guys, I do want to jump right into the podcast. I guess we can go ahead and kind of start off with the Raiders. As the Raiders have been pretty busy in their offseason, they got a whole lot of things going on. Seasons kind of, you know, people are thinking that seasons kind of right around the corner, but we still got some things to go in and go through until then. You know, we still got the draft and everything, and a lot of people are thinking that the draft is going to involve a whole lot of movement. You know, people think that, you know, 
you know, maybe Lamar Jackson could be moved right around that time, all depending on what happens in the draft and everything. Uh, Miami Dolphins have been one of the teams that have been rumored to maybe go after him. The Raiders have always been rumored to go after him. A lot of people have kind of been asking, should the Raiders go after him? In my opinion, if the if the money's right and everything, obviously you don't want to go in and tie in so much money into a guy like that. But to me, Lamar Jackson is definitely one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And he is the epitome of what you kind of need now nowadays for a quarterback. You need a super athletic quarterback that can actually run, not just throw the ball around the yard. Now, he has actually improved, I think, as a passer here. Because a lot of people, the whole criticism or the whole thing on uh, Lamar Jackson was he's a perfect he's a great athlete he can run the ball like nobody else but can he pass can he actually be can he actually be a quarterback and i think in the past couple of years that he went well when he's played has actually showed that he is capable of that he is able to go ahead and become that kind of a quarterback so if you guys haven't done so definitely check out any kind of videos in the past couple of years of lamar jackson and you can kind of even see even in his days in clemson he already had that in him as well but that's just me now when it comes down to it though guys i honestly don't think if you're asking me are the raiders gonna go after lamar jackson i really don't think so i've mentioned it before in the cut in one of my podcasts here that i've done i think it's been a while now i think it's it's been ever since the whole Derek carr thing happened uh you know when it came down to benching him and everything and with the last two games still to go in the season now the the thing that i noticed is Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels, they've been talking about that they have a plan. You know, they have a plan set up for everything when it comes down to, you know, free agency, when it comes down to draft, so on and so forth. And, I, and I'm a firm believer in that. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think you need to have some sort of a plan ahead of time. You can't just wing it all the time, especially in, especially when it comes down to something like this. And especially if like one player or one, so one thing changes, it can throw off your whole entire game plan. You know, so I feel like in, in cases you have to have some sort of a plan or some sort of game plan and like set. And from the sounds of it, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler have talked about that, that for the most part, they haven't really moved away from that plan. So my idea is that I think that the Raiders, Josh McDaniels, Dave, Dave Ziegler had already this plan of they were going to maybe go after Tom Brady, maybe Aaron Rodgers, whatever the case is. Maybe that was their plan A. You know, plan A, get one of those top quarterbacks, get one of those top veteran quarterbacks that are still out there. Well, maybe not so much with uh, Tom Brady, but uh, with Aaron Rodgers. In my opinion, um, things that I've been hearing, even from the Packers, is that the Raiders and other teams have not been able to go in and come up with enough in a trade package for Aaron Rodgers. And in my opinion, I have no idea what they're asking for, but I've heard anywhere between like two first round picks or something like that. You know, one one this year, one next year, maybe even a second round pick this year, something like that. Which, in my opinion, it's way too much. Last year, or the yeah, last year for Devontae Adams, we only got him for a first and a second. My opinion, if you give him a first, maybe a player or two here and there, then there you go. And especially with the way that how they moved away from uh, Darren Waller, I, I believe that that was actually one of the big pieces that they were looking at. The, when it came down to the Packers, I believe the Packers were really interested in Darren Waller. And when the Raiders didn't want to make it happen with the whatever trade package the, the, the Packers wanted, they decided to go ahead and just move forward and just trade away Darren Waller either way. So I feel like in maybe a few cases, they went like with their plan B. And not to go into, not to go into talk bad about Jimmy Garoppolo or anything like that. He's still an NFL quarterback. Dude's probably, I don't know, 
hanging out with all kinds of women and everything right now for all i know <laughs> uh if you guys have, if you guys don't get that joke um there's been all kinds of rumors talking about you know jimmy g is a big time prostitute kind of guy he likes to sleep around <laughs> sorry for anybody if I'm, I'm trying to keep this a little bit more pg-13 you know but uh for the most part he is um he has there has been reports talking about i mean there was even posts like from the bunny ranch about uh, hey you know hookers for g jimmy g or something like that <laughs> So if you guys haven't if you guys haven't gotten around those jokes, definitely do so because I think they're hilarious. But uh, for the most part, there, guys, when it comes down to everything with Jimmy G and when it comes down to this whole plan, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see where they're kind of going along. My my idea, though, I think that their next plan or their next step in their plan is to make sure that they get some sort of a great quarterback in that first round. Now, a lot of people have been looking at that maybe like Anthony Richardson kind of falls down a little bit and goes down to the seventh spot. Some people have been talking about that the Raiders have been wanting to kind of move up into the draft, maybe the third spot, so that way they can get their pick between, you know, uh, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Sounds like it might be Bryce Young because I think the Panthers are for sure going with CJ, CJ Stroud for the most part. But again, all kinds of third ball, all, all kinds of uh, curveballs can be thrown our way when it comes down to that. Now, when I talk, when now that we're talking about curveballs and everything here, guys, I did just want to go into transition on over to the Dodgers and from there. As the Raiders, last couple things that I can kind of just you know finish up on when it comes down with them, the Raiders have made all kinds of free agency moves and everything. If you guys haven't kept up with them, I've been I've been a little bit. It's been difficult for myself to even catch up with them and everything. So, if you guys haven't done so, definitely no big deal. But the Raiders have definitely been busy this offseason, signing all kinds of free agents, you know, but mainly if you guys have been looking at them, you guys are probably like myself. Who are these guys? Where did they come from? Who, what, what did they do last year? You know, kind of like that, you know, and if that is the case, don't don't be so alarmed because <laughs> I hate to go in and say this. And, uh, you know, I was talking with one of my coworkers about this. The Raiders, in a way, have been becoming, you know, the Patriots West in a way you know there's of course there's a lot of similarities with some of the players a lot of the players are former Patriots so on and so forth now me in my opinion I don't care where they played if they can play good this year for the Raiders that's all I care about you know but when it comes down to it yes you want you yeah, people pay attention to all that and this and that and make a big deal out of it you know it is what it is with at the end of the day when it comes down to that my my biggest thing is if you're able to go ahead and and get good quality players, even if they're not well known, even if a lot of people don't know who they are, whatever the case is, even if they're not, in that case, to me, they're not going to ask for a whole lot of money. That means that you're keeping costs low, you're signing good quality players, you're building up debt, and you're making sure that this team has players around it. You know, so in my opinion, it is definitely a good thing to go and do. If you haven't seen some of the players, I mean, you guys you even got some people like um, some of the wide receivers that we picked up when it comes to such a Kobe for or Jacoby, uh, when it comes to uh, Dorset, when it comes down to uh, some of the linebackers, I believe there's a linebacker from the Steelers that we ended up getting. To, it looks like overall things are kind of going toward going towards the right direction. I believe we even picked up um, Michael Epps or something like that or something Epps, Brandon Epps, something like that. Uh, Duda is a solid, was a solid player for the Eagles. Would definitely like to want to see him out there. Can't wait to really just kind of see what this team looks like. Um, once the draft goes on and everything, we'll be able to go and see more what the team is going to look like. 
hopefully we can go and get some really good defensive players to go ahead and build around the team and to kind of build up that defense, honestly, because everything's, I mean, our, our offense looks solid except for maybe the offensive line, but I'm hoping that that gets kind of firmed up and shored up uh, this offseason as well. So we'll, ha we'll have to see what happens when it comes down to all that. But overall, guys, did want to go and just transition on over to the Dodgers here for a quick second as they are gearing up and getting ready for their opening season uh, for, or for their open, uh, opening day, you know, for the season there. I want to say it's either tomorrow or or Thursday if I'm not, or, or Friday. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the 30th or the 31st. Uh, so it's really, really exciting to go in and see or really, really exciting for another season of baseball, even though last season didn't go all that great compared to how we wanted it, of course, right? Now, with that being said, guys, I do think that this is a whole new team. If you guys haven't really kind of kept up with some of the moves that the Dodgers have made, Cody Bellinger is no longer a Dodger. Justin Turner is no longer a Dodger. Uh, you have Trey, Trey Turner, who is no longer a Dodger. Um, so we have had some movement when it came down to all of that, you know. But uh, it is it is one of the things I think this team needed a bit of a change. You know, we needed some new blood in there, something like that. And a lot of times it, you kind of got to see that Dave Roberts was going with the same guys over and over and over again. And of course, people, managers, team or coaches, they get like familiarity with certain players, you know, they trust certain players, you know, and it, it is what it is when it comes down to all that. You know, you can trust certain players. You can go ahead and have your guys and everything and this and that. But if it's not getting the job done, you need to go in and have some changes, right? At least that's what I think. Now. There has been some changes when it came down to it to kind of let you know overall it looks like um miguel vargas is gonna be over at third base then you have um miguel royo or rojas actually um yeah uh, miguel rojas who's gonna be over there and i actually don't think it's miguel vargas um i think it's actually a different first name my bad if i did mispronounce or if i did i uh, miss misspoke on that one so the the other things here when it comes down to it the outfield that's i think been the biggest thing for everybody you have guys like um oh god what's the what's his name uh wow i can't believe i forgot his name uh hayward uh is dust no justin justin hayward or something like that uh but anyways um with hayward i know that he, i know that he has been a big name in, in in the league and everything and people want to go ahead and and hype them up i think it's going to take them some time in order to kind of build up in order to be more consistent i honestly think it sounds like also he has already gotten the opening day spot for um james altman sorry for james altman it sounds like he's already kind of solidified that he's going to be in the outfield out there now where exactly whether if it's going to be center field possibly or maybe left field i'm thinking it's more going to be center i'm thinking you know mookie's going to stay in that left I'm pretty sure it's most likely going to be Chris Taylor out in left field, but we'll have to go and see. But overall, really excited to go and see what this team's going to be able to go and do. I'm really excited for this pitching rotation. If everybody can stay healthy, I mean, just with our opening day starter with um, uh, Julio Orias, he's arguably becoming one of the best pitchers in the league. I think he really showed that as well in the World Baseball Classic, even though, of course, Mexico did not finish all the way they ended up getting eliminated by the by japan if you guys didn't catch that uh, so just a little bit of a heads up on that <laughs> but uh with julio with julio Rios, and then you have clayton kershaw you have dustin may you have tony gonsolin you have also even a couple of these prospects even coming up you even have bueller i think a lot of people ended up forgetting about walker bueller 
he's supposed to be coming back this season as well so we'll have to go in and see exactly what happens when it comes down to all that guys my opinion honestly with especially with the changes that have been coming up with the change in the sh in the shift that you can no longer do a shift you have to play up front you know you have uh, a player in short you have a player in second can't go in and you know move them over to the other side of the bag just because that player tends to go and pull the ball quite a bit so i really do think that we're going to see more and more plays where um you know players are going to have to go and become a little bit more athletic a little bit more defensive and possibly i think you're going to see a little bit more runs you know just because they're people are able to get on base more here and there you know so we'll have to go and see what happens when it comes down to all that but i really do think that this season is going to be a really nice season to go and watch so if you guys haven't done so, um, I know with all the changes that the that major leagues have made, you know, people are kind of like thinking, oh, is it going back to the old ways, isn't that? I think so. I think it's going to make it so then baseball is going to be fun again. You're going to have a lot of those amazing plays from shortstops, from second basemen, from third basemen. You're going to have really, really great plays, even from the outfield coming in to go in and save to catch a ball or something like that. You know, so I really do think it's going to create some more excitement in baseball. But let me know what you guys think. Um, if you guys kind of agree, if that's if that's the case, if you're thinking that these changes going back to the older ways of, of baseball are going to go in and help, or, you know, maybe make the game a little bit more exciting. Uh, even the other thing that's been implemented when it comes down to the, to the uh, pitch clock, you know, pitchers have a certain amount of time in order to go ahead and in order to go in and throw the ball. I've actually been wanting to go and research it. What's going to happen if there's some sort of if the time expires? You know whether if it counts as a ball or something like that or we're gonna have to go in and see but i probably should have researched that if anything before i got on the podcast right <laughs> uh but with that being said though guys i do i i did want to go ahead and um you know just kind of mention when it came down to the dodgers uh, you know starting the opening day here pretty soon it is uh, one of the things that i'm most looking forward to to going back out to dodger stadium and watch a couple of games hopefully i can do so before it starts getting kind of warm out there but uh, I did want to go in and take a quick minute here just to go in and transition on over to the Lakers. But before I do so, guys, I'm going to take a quick minute to go in and talk to you guys to talk to you guys about today's uh, sponsor. So, guys, today's sponsor, it is none other than Prodo. Now, if you guys are asking me, who, what the hell is Prodo? Now, Prodo is a great protein company where they have uh, you know, all kinds of, you know, baked goods when it comes down to like donuts, pies or brownies all kinds of all kinds of desserts that you can think about when it comes down to it they even have their own protein powder uh, they have all kinds of desserts that you can think about when it comes down to it i'm actually waiting on my on my next order so that way i can actually post a video for you guys and, and show you a little bit more about what the products that they have so i mean anything from you know sweets to protein powder and i know what you're thinking wait richard those things don't go hand in hand people usually don't buy sweets and protein powder in the same place now calm down now the fact that this place is a protein powder uh, is, is makes good quality protein powder they use that same kind of method in some of their in some of their sweets as well they make it so then these sweets are not going to go ahead and, and be the you know the the negative delight or whatever you want to call it you know they're, they're going to make it so that that way you actually i feel good eating these things you're not only just getting a sweet tasty delight treat but you're also getting something that's healthy for you something that's actually good in protein or high in protein low in sugar low in carbs and actually is good for you so not only are you eating something that's good but it's also good for you uh, so if you guys haven't done so definitely go ahead and check them out it is you'll find them on instagram you'll find them on twitter uh facebook even i believe 
and it's going to be pro do shop so that's p-r-o-d-o-u-g-h-s-h-o-p definitely going to check them out i'll also be posting them on my instagram and my facebook twitter everything from there so that way you guys have a link directly over to them again so if you guys haven't done so definitely going to check them out their website their instagram their twitter pro do shop again that's p-r-o-d-o-u-g-h-s-h-o-p definitely going to check them out i guarantee you won't be disappointed and as i mentioned i'll make sure to go ahead and post something when i actually go and get to my next order so that way you guys can go and see what kind of products they have and uh don't forget if you are going to be dropping any kind of an order or anything like that i have a discount code for you guys so that way you guys can get 10 percent off on anything that you order from there that's west pod 702 w-e-s-t-p-o-d 702 again that's west pod 702 and you can get 10% off of anything from Prodo Shop. And you'll be able to go ahead and check them out and add a discounted price. So with that being said, guys, I do want to go ahead and just transition right on over to the Lakers here. As the Lakers have been, you know, kind of being inconsistent as usual. If you guys haven't been following the season, me, honestly, I've been trying to catch as many games as I can. But sometimes it gets a little bit difficult. And then when I, when I catch scores or I watch it on my phone and this and that, some games I'm extremely happy. But even on the games when they're doing when they're playing good, I don't really want to get too excited because I'm like, all right, cool, you guys won. But you guys know you need to win more games, at least get some games in a row. You know, get two, three, four, five games in a row if you guys can, or three games in a row, lose one, and then go on another two-game winning streak or whatever the case is. But I hate this lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, or win two, lose two, you know, just crap like that. It really does, um, in my opinion, it really does get uh, not annoying, but it, it's, it's frustrating. You know, you, you can clearly see that this team is capable of being able to go to do more. Maybe maybe it is that they're just playing with their food or something, you know. Maybe that maybe it is that they're just trying to get into the play-in tournament or they're just trying to squeeze on in into the playoffs. And then from there, just wreak havoc on everybody, you know. Um, I mean, of course, there's been all kinds of changes when it comes down to it and everything, you know. P- uh, LeBron James came back un- very unexpectedly when it came down to it, you know. And so it is definitely exciting to go and see what's going to be going on, you know, or, or how this team's going to be looking now that we have more like seven games with LeBron James rather than three games from what we were thinking about. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely go to check out the post-game uh, presser or the post-game interview for LeBron James from uh, what was the Sunday night's game against the against the Bulls, which, by the way, they're going up against tonight uh, on Wednesday night against the Bulls again. Uh, again. So we definitely have to go and see. I'm, I'm hoping that this one's a victory for sure. But if you guys didn't catch that game, definitely go to go on YouTube. Check out the uh, the interview for LeBron James. He, <laughs> this man really said that he went to the LeBron James doctor, doctor of, of foot or something like that. <laughs> the LeBron James of foot or something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you guys haven't seen it, definitely go to check it out because that thing has to be so hilarious. Uh, it's, it, the man really said that he denied two doctors that that recommended he needed to have season ending surgery so in my opinion this gives me a whole nother level of respect to lebron i know a lot of people can probably talk all kinds of crap about him and everything and this and that but the man literally denied season ending surgery to continue to play 
he says he feels good he says he feels good on it didn't wake up with maybe a whole lot of pain or something the next day and he's going to continue on that to me shows that the guy really really cares i mean it's like they say basketball players tend to want to play basketball right i mean that's just me if i was if i was a professional athlete i mean honestly um, i hope my boss doesn't hear this but <laughs> uh i hope my boss doesn't hear this but honestly if, if someone if somebody would give me the opportunity to go out and play professional basketball or professional football or something like that and i mean and plus if i was good too right or professional baseball whatever the case is if somebody gave me money the exact same money that i'm getting paid right now in order to go play a professional sport i'll do it like I, without a doubt i'll do it like they're I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong or something like that. But to me, I would never be about the money. I love all these sports and I would love to go and play a sport for, for free or not for free. But, you know, to me, you're playing a game. You're playing a game and you're getting paid for it. It's like it's like the people get paid for to play video games in a way. You know, if you're doing something that you already like doing, and you're getting paid for it. Shit. Why not? You know, but in some cases, maybe to some people, the money aspect actually gets in the way and they actually think like, oh, I should be getting paid more for this and this and that, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't know. But again, that's just maybe, like maybe that's just me. When it comes down to it, I really do think that, you know, it is, um, it is, it is a big thing with LeBron doing this because it shows that he actually has a certain level of care, whether if it is for the Lakers, whether if it is for his, his, uh, his teammates or, you know, for himself, whatever the case is. If he's doing this, it shows that he's not selfish whatsoever. He he cares more about this than he does about his foot, you know. And of course, I mean, if if it were if it worsens or if it gets worse or anything like that, he's gonna go ahead and he's probably gonna shut it down and, and just rest up and maybe get that surgery and everything, you know. But at the end of the day, definitely gotta go and respect the man. Definitely gotta go ahead and understand that this is a big deal. Gotta go ahead and see how um he is questionable for tonight's game against the Bulls. Uh, that last game against the Bulls was kind of eh. I, I'm really thinking that it's just a matter of, you know, Darvin Ham really needs to go ahead and look at his team and be like, do I really want to go and continue to go and put smaller guards out there when I have these guys who are a lot bigger, who have more size? You know, especially in a team like the Bulls that are so heavy, have so many wing players, so many bigger players, like those medium-sized players that are above like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, 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 but shorter than like maybe it's like 6'10", you know, or maybe reach right at that 6'10 mark. And then, but then you have a whole lot of guys. You said a guy like Rui Hachimura, who's going to be able to go and provide some size, who's going to be able to go and provide some defense for some of these players, you know, against some of these players, rather than having a Dennis Schroeder on DeMar DeRozan or something like that, you know? But again, maybe that's just me. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people have been kind of mentioning that. A lot of people that are Laker fans have been mentioning that maybe Darvin Ham really needs to go ahead and take a step back and really need to understand the, the 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 type of rotations, the type of players that he's putting out there. You know, and even kind of understand that there's a certain way to kind of coach. You know, if you have a team who's going on a run, you want to call a timeout so that way at least you can stop that run. Maybe call a, a, a play or something like that, you know, right out of that timeout so that way you can at least stop the run and going in the and maybe even go on a run of your own you know but there's so many different little coaching decisions that i've been noticing and, and it's hard for me to go ahead i mean me i'm not i'm just a, a an average a casual watcher you know when it comes down to it but a guy who's had a lifelong fandom when it comes down to it and and even if you have coaches like phil jackson who would usually prefer for his team to go ahead and play through it you know to go ahead and actually 
you know, see if they can, you know, achieve or, you know, stop the run on their own, you know, play some defense on their own and be able to go ahead and stop the run. But you kind of seen that Darvin Ham may, I don't know whether he's trying to implement the same thing or whether if he's just not noticing it. I'm hoping that he's just trying to implement the same thing rather than the other, rather than the other option, because damn, you know, I'm a firm believer in, yes, the players have to be aware of the situation that's going on. And maybe that is the situation. You know, a lot of people have even been talking about that the Lakers are just kind of playing with their food. They're just waiting to go in and get into the playoffs. Maybe that might be true. Um, I'll tell you one thing. It'll be absolutely crazy, especially if they finish right around 500 or something like that. I think they'll be one of the first teams like in NBA history to finish with a, a record close that, that close to 500, you know, where you're even and your wins and losses. But we'll have to see what happens when it comes down to all that. I will be talking all about the game, most likely on Thursday after after tonight's game or on Friday. So that way we can even recap another game or something like that or kind of do a preview on another game. But with that being said, guys, I do want to just kind of cut off the, the podcast from there. want to let you guys off with just a, a nice message of just thank you very much for everybody who has been listening to this and who continues to go to listen. I know that I have had all kinds of breaks and everything, but I will try my best to go and be consistent with this. Again, thank you very much for everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I will be back again either tomorrow or Thursday, as I mentioned. But until then, take care. Peace.